Hi, Dan Talks listeners. I know I missed last week, but we are back. I hope you're all doing fine with the COVID-19 situation. I hope everybody is staying calm, washing their hands, and relaxing as much as possible while remaining vigilant, I guess. You know, it's a true who-knows situation. And in the middle of all this madness, I hope I can offer you something that's more fun, reflective, playful, and that is my Dan Talks episode this week with my friend Chong, new friend. I met him on Grindr to <laughs> like a, mu- a week ago, and it was because I needed a guest on Gan- I needed a guest on Dan Talks and did not have one and so I looked at profiles that I thought were interesting and had people's faces on them and said interesting things in their uh, bio and Chong had all of his face pictures up and he said in his bio that he was looking for something serious and so I sort of got an earnest vibe from him and he was so sweet and brave to come and do a Dan talk. So I hope you enjoy hearing his perspective about relationships and how he functions in them and how they sort of work and are back and forth, which was really fun. It was fun to make a new friend. So enjoy Chong and stay chill. Okay, love you guys. Okay, Chong. I can't believe that you were brave enough to say yes and come do this podcast in a matter of (laughs) a few minutes. Yeah, neither can I. I was literally... You know, almost taking a subway, realized I was late, so I was like, yeah, why not? What was the, what made you say yes? Um, I'm new-ish to the city, like, I've been here for, you know, I wouldn't say how long, but new-ish to the city, so... Are we talking months, weeks, um, years? More than a year, less than, you know, okay. just a bit more than a year. Um, okay. So, I'm always up to me to do new things, you know, um... Recently, I've started contemplating on life and been like, I've been too rigid with a lot of things, especially my schedule, how things should go. So I'm trying to like take the more spontaneous laid back approach. Like if, you know, if I can make something and something else comes along, why not try that? You never know who you meet, where it gets you to at least to good or bad. It's an experience and... Yeah, and it was an interesting topic, the one that you suggest. I mean, that you say you were going to talk about, so... What did I suggest? I mean, you, you say you want to talk about um, dating in New York and how it's like, so... Especially, um, I've lived in three different continents. It's my third continent. So, yeah, um, dating in New York is a whole new a whole different world <laughs> where else have you been and dated so I've been in Asia I've been in Europe and I've been here in the States right like now. throughout Asia throughout Europe um well throughout a- I know I, I'm so in Asia I, I mean I, I'm not too close to where I'm from but like in Asia my country of origin in Europe um two three countries in Europe mm-hmm. and yeah right now here in New York and how old are you? <laughs> I'm 29. 28. For real? Yeah. Okay. Why do I look older? <laughs> well, no, you looked up as if you were trying to make up an age. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's just a curse. And how does dating differ between your country of origin, Asia, 
Europe, and the United States? I've... Okay, so... Have you had serious boyfriends in each place? Yeah, I have. Do you like that? Um, yeah, I think in Euro it wasn't serious, serious. It's, I think, because... I don't know, it just never got there. It's like when we try to get serious, the circumstances weren't right. Like, we were living in different cities. We are living... Um, people have perception of me being a fuckboy. <laughs> Why do people have that perception? Um, the pictures that you saw on Grindr is a revamp photo. I could show you the pictures I had previously. Um, they were more suggestive? Yeah. Um, you know, when I moved here, I was like, you know, I used to be a very chubby child. Oh. Very, very chubby child. It's interesting because you're very taut now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, very fit. Very chubby child. Um, I was... This is going to sound like I'm a narcissist, but I was deprived of attention. Um, you were sort of ment uh, mentally abused when you're fat, being a gay child. Uh -huh. People, you know, everyone around you, they do things and because you're different. Um, and even like teachers, adults were abusive towards me as a child. Like, you know, I was called like, hey, the ugly one, the fat one. Uh -huh. um, so as you grow older, you're sort of like, you know, what, what could you do? You can't change people, but you could change yourself. So you sort of, you know, I'm grateful enough that I went to the gym, fell in love with the gym, got into better shape. Oh, I think. <laughs> um, so it gave me more self-confidence. Um, and yeah, and with those pictures, when I post it, it's not, well, it seems suggestive, but it's mainly me appreciating being grateful for how far I've come and, you know, the hard work that you put into yourself. And yeah, it's, it's, I take pictures because I want to celebrate what I've accomplished, how I look right now no that's it I'm, I'm never a narcissist I'm, I never think I'm good looking or anything but at least I know I'm in better shape than I was before um, but that's been attracting the wrong crowd or <laughs> if that makes sense because uh, like my profile said are you right um, I'm looking for long t you know more long LTR focus mm -hmm. rather than just a long term relationship yeah well, I couldn't force anyone, but, like, that's the hope. Yes. Uh, and having said that, it's just, like, I mean, if I were to meet someone, I would like, to, you know, to get to know them, to, to, to yeah, to basically get to know them, to form a connection, yeah. rather than just physical connection and fulfill that need and never speak right. to them again. Do you think getting a much better body has helped you let go of those feelings of anger and pain from your childhood? It, um, see, I'm still, oh, I see, this is something I've been contemplating on. I've always, even all my friends have been telling me, and I'm not saying this to fish for any compliments, but I always, I'm grateful for how I look. Okay, I'm not questioning my blessings. Um, I'm not discarding all my blessings because I'm grateful I've got this, you know, this blessing of being moving around the world, having good friends and stuff. Um, but, Physically, I never think that I'm attractive, even now. Like, um, I, I don't know. I just always feel like this is not stupid, stupid, but like, 
you know, if I look better, it will be much easier for me to find people, um, to, to find a partner. Cause, and then I think to myself as well, do you want someone t- that is so shallow? <laughs> or do you rather have someone that like me for who I am? And, and you know, to form that real connection, have the real thing. So it's always been a battle. <laughs> yeah. And one thing about it is like, you are asking me like, you know, the different, how is it different from Asia and Europe and New York? They think in Asia is, I think this is, everyone knows this, all the, you know, LGBTQ community knows this. If you're, and it's, it's shameful, but if you're Asian in a white man's world, it's always more difficult because no offense the i mean i i come to realize the white guys used to um you know they're more not i'm I'm stereotyping here but majority of white guys will stay with white guys and majority of the asians would go for the white guys Mm -hmm. so if you're an asian gay man your pool is sort of smaller Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and you end up dates like when your pool is smaller you know when your demand is higher than your supply you sort of like date when you have friends especially friends of your same race you sort of like be dating the same people and that gives me it drains me mentally and I try to avoid that so like sometimes when I meet people I'll make sure that (laughs) I know again it's a stupid thing to do but you know to make sure like they haven't been dating all your friends before you. <laughs> Are you saying in New York that's a particular problem or anywhere? I think in... No, New York is a bit better. That is more of London. Uh-huh. Touch wood, don't jinx it. But in London... Um, in London, in Berlin, you know, in and European countries. amongst the Asian community that there, it's particularly that way? It's, what do you mean? Like most of your other Asian gay friends have dated the same white guys, and yeah. so you can't take them. No, because I can't take them. It's just because you don't really want to. Right. Because you know, like if, for instance, let's not talk about race, but if like you know that a guy had been dating all your friends. Yeah. No, I know. I went to a liberal arts college that had a gay population of like ten R- people. Right. <laughs> so, and we all dated each other. Each other. And at some point you're like oh my god what is this like, don't you feel like New York is like that too a little bit or it's it is like that like at some but the thing about New York is maybe because I'm still new-ish um, people come and go yes I've, like you know I, I was dating my ex for like six months or so and getting out of the relationship and going back into the dating games you see a lot of new faces right and so that sort of like keeps things f- fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing, which suggests that people do move out of New York as well. So right. that would make it quite difficult to actually find something more long term, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. So, do you find that you have racial preferences or tendencies when you date? Me, no. I'm very. I'm. I'm not greedy, but I try not to look at colors because I. I'm. I've lived in three different continents. Um, Everyone's, as long as I find them attractive, like I have some of my exes was Asian, I dated um, back in Europe, my exes was um, black, mixed race, um, obviously um, white guys as well, Caucasian, so Spanish, have I dated Spanish? No. Well, we did sort of 
<laughs> complicated. <laughs> we became best friends. You had relations. Yeah. Um, not to say I'm a ho-ho, but... I know. didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because if I did not want people to preference me because of my race or to shut me off because of my race, and I shouldn't do that to people. Right. And, again, I'm grateful to see people for who they are rather than what color they are. Right. Uh, yeah. So have you been heartbroken? Oh, yeah. <laughs> many times? Yeah. Well, let's see. I would say many times, but a lot of relationships. I mean, I'm not an angel. I'm not perfect. But, yeah, I mean, I've been cheated on. I've been left for another guy. Um, yeah, and it's it's sad, but it's life, I guess. <laughs> Is it always something that they've done is the reason you break up? Like, have you ever cheated on someone? I don't... Th well, I think I've... I, do I have a cheat on someone? Let me see. The hesitation maybe my first sounds like maybe yes. The reasons why no, but like... Because it was like... I was thinking of my, like, my first relationship ever. My first two relationships when I was like, really much younger than... Yeah... Because um, it was weird. It was like I was living in Asia, and then my first relationship was with a girl. Um, she lived abroad, mm -hmm. and we only see each other like half a year. Okay. So she sort of had somebody else. Uh huh. Um, was that a heartbreak? It was painful, but at that time, I sort of fell in love with one of my best friends, mm -hmm. a gay a guy best friend uh -huh. so that was my first gay relationship that's nice yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the most painful relationship I had it crashed and burned yeah it was really bad but without that relationship I wouldn't be here in New York per se because I, I was so comfortable with myself where I was um, and with that it's sort of like I needed a fresh new start so uh -huh. I moved away from my country. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, again, I'm grateful for all the opportunities I get. You know, my families were there supporting me, etc. Opportunities present itself, which was great. So I did that. Um, and then, yeah, so I ended up here. But that was a very painful... <laughs> I mean, there was ups... Well, let me rephrase. There was ups and downs. Mm -hmm. There was very joyful moments. Don't get me wrong, because I did really love them. Um, but I think the more you love someone, the more painful it is when you got hurt yeah so yeah do you still love them I am not in love with him anymore that's for sure like I occasionally still think of him like I just I was self-contemplating how often I think about my exes you know because some you know I was like I was just sitting there thinking like don't play too much oh, sorry. Cups. <laughs> <laughs> I was like they're thinking um you know when people break up, do they actually think about their ex if they truly move on? Like, <laughs> right. right? Like, do people think of me, um, like how I think about them, or right. is everybody different? Right. Because like how, um, you know, so, and I realized like I'm not in love with him. Like he's, he's, he's definitely my past. He will always be part of my life. Um, but I'm definitely not in love with him. But I feel like if there's, if he, he were to need anything or he would to, like, and he reach out, I would still help him. You would? Yeah. 
that's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think of it. Because he's, he's part of my life, right? Yeah, the, the most recent one. Yeah, the most. Because <laughs> this was many years ago, the first, many, many, the many first, years the ago. first friend that turned into the love, yeah. our first gay experience yeah, ever. Yeah, big crash and burn. Burn. Yeah. But we're also coming fresh off of a recent breakup. Yeah. Which was six months long. Yeah. Which also probably defined your time in New York too, because you were here for like a summer mm-hmm. or whatever, and right. then started dating him, and then you went. Did you go through the holidays with him? Mm-hmm. And but then it ended after the holidays. Mm-hmm. Before or after Valentine's Day. A day before. Oh! <laughs> Did you have a reservation? Uh, I made plans, yeah. Did you cancel? Yeah. How was Valentine's Day for you? <sighs> See, I never place emphasis on Valentine's Day. I always feel well, that like... that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always feel like it's a... It is a made-up day. Um, Every day is a made-up day. It is true. Every day is a made-up day. That's what I'm saying. Every day is a made-up day. If I like my partner, I love my partner, I'll show him every single day. Did you fall in love? I did right before. Like, yeah, I did. Um, Which was really sad part because I was just thinking as well, like, you know, like when I first saw his profile and when I first dated him, it's like, oh, it's just a date. You know, somebody that you don't know and you got yourself into that and then you start investing and all the imperfections become perfection. All the flaws become like, makes him so perfect. They're like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, it is a flaw when you first saw it. I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. But then I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And it sort of became your life like his life became my life like he has some issues and a lot of times I make those issues my issues like you know and it was sad because and then that happened and you're like thinking but again I'm I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to look at the good side of things at least I've done it I had it for like six months there was ups and downs but I did have a good time as well um, it did maybe change a lot um, so my like my dating profile for instance like if you see my profile it's all quite very normal photos of things I like to do rather than me being topless very suggestive pictures um, me taking more time to figure out my myself to figure myself out um listen to my needs and taking time to actually know people more before jumping into things that's for sure i'm not sure if it was there to teach me something i don't know the reason why things happen but from what you know i'm trying to see the silver linings if there are any is i did learn a lot um he i he did teach me a lot of things like you know pick your own pick, 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 pick your own battles don't fight all battles because you kill yourself um, certain things are not worth being upset about so communication trust um, I did think he did teach me not he but maybe the whole relationship did teach me how to be in a relationship better because I haven't been in a proper relationship for a long time 
And my first, I don't know, maybe my childhood, my first relationship was a lot of game playing. And you sort of do not know how to handle healthy relationship. Like, I'm always afraid. I'm a very affectionate guy and I'm not afraid to show it. But at the same time, sometimes people tell me, you shouldn't be showing all your affection. You should, you know, pull back a little, play those games. And I hate those games. It, it's it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying. Yes. But if you don't do those as well, but sometimes people advise me, like, you know what, if it's the right one, no matter what you do, it's the right one. <laughs> but when I'm in a relationship, see, this is something I don't like to disclose, but most often of time, I usually pri- would prioritize the other person more yeah. than prioritize myself, which is a very bad thing because when you do that, you feel very tired because you're always constantly giving. Mm-hmm. Even even if you're he did even if the partner doesn't ask from you, you're giving voluntarily because you do it because you like or care for that person. But if you constantly do it, you just find all your needs neglected. And at the same point, you're happy because you're making the other person happy. But at the same time, you're always in that conflict. Like you know, okay, I need to take care of this but I'm putting it aside and then you just go the extra mile and when the other person doesn't do that you feel like it's not it's not reciprocative and that's where it starts it will start breaking down I guess so that's something I'm definitely trying to work on (laughs) I think it's always interesting the the times that you're single I guess I should speak for myself. The times that I'm single, I'm thinking about what it would be like if I was in a relationship. Right. And the yes. times I'm in a relationship, I'm thinking about how I could do things if I was single. Yes. I and I, and it's, it's not until you get on the other side that you start to realize that there's a through line of your own psyche yes. that runs through the entire experience. Yes. Do you find yourself... What do you have to say about that? Yes. I, I completely relate to you with that one because... Right now, I'm single, right? Well, while I was single, I was like, oh, you know what? All I want to do is find somebody to do nothing with. On the weekend, right. I don't have to go out. I just stay home. Right. Do nothing. I could cuddle. Holidays, I don't worry. I have somebody. Right. right. And then when I have him, every single weekend, I'm like, oh my God, it's sunny. We need to do something. Can we get out of the house? Can we go this? Can we do brunch? Can we do this? Can we go dinner? And you know what I'm saying? And yes. then when he says, oh, sorry, I can't. I've got to work. And you're like, oh my god, if I'm not single, I could have done this with my friends. But you never thought that when you're single, you still, you you get to do it with your friends, but all you think about is wanting to do nothing with yes. a special someone. Yes. You do go, okay, so I'm... Yes, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm trying to enjoy being single as much as possible. Well, do... Okay, now I know you're supposed to ask the question, so when was your last... How long have you been single for? A long time. Probably a year... That's not long. I was well, single before for like that. It was a sh- I had a, a boyfriend for a few months. You know, I haven't right. I haven't had a long term boyfriend for a long time. Right. Right. Okay. So, like, yeah, but totally relate with you. Like when you have it, so I feel like that was one of the things that happened because when I was in a relationship, I was forced into like, no, no, you're my boyfriend. I want you to do things with me. You know, what's the purpose of having somebody? And then you start <laughs> expecting, and when the person doesn't come through, you get, you feel uncon- 
ten. Like you, you set expectations, right. and obviously, I mean, I'm I cannot speak for him, but I'm pretty sure he had expectations for me as well. Like, you know, but I'm pretty sure throughout the whole relationship, I've projected some of my issues on him. And he has to bear with it. Well, that's the name of the game. I mean, no one's perfect, and no, no one's able perfect. to just be two monks in a room, right? Like, totally <laughs> R- looking at each other and with love and no words. <laughs> love and kindness. Like someone yeah. has to go out. Someone has to make dinner. Someone has to have sex. Someone has to go do stuff. Right. Someone has to work. Like things have yeah. to happen. Like that song. I was just listening to this song. I was watching YouTube on X Factor or whatever. Whichever one of those reality too, and there's this movie, there's this song issues. Yes, I got yeah. Like I, I've got issues. It's terrible song, too. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a pretty song. realistic. Well, yeah, it's, it I mean, it's true. So realistic, like you do know you what? find yourself getting excited about a new guy and then reining it in, like, oh, I shouldn't feel so excited. I do get excited with new guys when I see prospect, but the good, the thing now is more. I'm like, you know, I like, calm down, get to know him better first. You you do not know a person from a date or two, or three or four, or three or four. Yeah, right. <laughs> or even six months. Or six months. Yeah. Right. Um, even ten years in, some some husband cheats on their wife. Like I know people who are married happily and they have a boyfriend on the side. Right, right. You, know, you never know. Um, but you put happily in quotes but for our listeners. <laughs> I mean, you know, some some of the gay guys downloads. They have like a beer and they have children just right. to fulfill societal right. Right. requirements um, but yeah I'm like telling myself look attraction is that first it was great but do you really talk much or were you just making out most of the time <laughs> right and then second day you go again the same thing you hold hands okay is intimacy great do you actually have things in common that you could do, do you, are you <laughs> able to be friends with them it's true yes. because you cannot be with somebody if you cannot be friends with them yes I heard someone Joy Behar on The View said right. they talk all about partnerships relationships on The View and she said she had a therapist that once told her just find somebody who is pleasant to be with right yeah because you're going to spend a lot of time with, with that, that person, person. Yeah. So just find somebody <laughs> who is pleasant to be with. Really? But also you need to be attracted to that person because otherwise it would just become friends. Well, that's part of it. Being, <laughs> that's part of it being pleasant. Well, all right. Okay. The attraction is the part attraction, of it being yeah. So yeah, now I'm like, you know what? Like, first date, second date, third date, and then the fourth date, it wouldn't be like something going to the movies. No, it would be, be like something that I truly enjoy doing yeah. or something you truly enjoy doing. And we'll go do that and see if I en- would be able to enjoy what you do or you'd be able to enjoy what I do. And I'm very spontaneous. Like, things I do on dates are not very common. <laughs> I mean, we go on dinner on first date. I'm not going to scare anybody. But, like, you know, second dates, I'll, it'll be spontaneous. Like You like to show your personality. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it could be a picnic in the park. It could be a sailboat. It could be hiking. Um you know, to an exhibition, to a show, to cons, things that I like doing. Yeah. Or if I were the one suggesting it, yeah. or if the person wants to have any suggestion, I'm like, you know, do you want to go to a spa? Why not? Do you want to come do a podcast? Right. Why not? I'm not saying this, but if somebody were to ask, hey, you know, I actually run a podcast, you want to, sure, yeah. to see if I could, you know. So, yeah, I'm definitely more open to that, to, to, to get to know that person. Your first, the first boyfriend that you had, and this most recent one, mm-hmm. what do they have in common? Mm. 
I never thought about that. But now think about it. I would say they are that's a good question. They are they know what they want and they prioritize themselves before others. Like yeah, now that I think of it, it's like and I should stop seeing people like that. <laughs> stop being attracted to people like that. Um, like for instance, like if I want to do something and it doesn't fit well with them, they will just say no. Right. For me, it's different. I'm like, okay, you want to do it? I'll make it happen. Make it happen. For them, it's no. We'll make it happen at my convenience. Mm. Could you see yourself being that way? I feel like that's. I need to be like that because. Until you're able to recognize your own needs and tend to yourself. So my one of my friends brought a good point. You need to be able to take care of yourself and make yourself happy and not rely on finding somebody else to make you happy because that will never happen. And I realized that at some point it's quite true. If if me constantly go seeking for a boyfriend, for a boyfriend, it's me trying to seek happiness from the outside. So... I've taken a lot of measures to I wasn't a drastic but I've taken steps to to fo- um, you know focus on myself and see what makes me happy um, so that's a good thing I guess I mean baby steps it's definitely difficult yeah. but baby steps that's why I say a little good thing is set no expectations set expectations for yourself not about others like where you set what does that really mean so like expectation I expect of myself. that I'm gonna show up to a place on time and I also expect that other people will no never do that <laughs> why not people are not gonna show up on time for what am I reason. supposed to right you expect but then right, you expect them to show up on time and they don't they're late 10 minutes you get frustrated you get pissed you get angry but at the same time I'm like nowadays I'm like I get that. I expect myself to be there at 7.30. I'll get there at 7.30. If that person will come in late, as long as he apologize, I just don't expect him to apologize. If if he's that kind of person that doesn't apologize, comes strolling in, oh, hey, I'm here. Then you just, he's telling you who he is. Who he is. So, you know, you always set expectations for yourself because otherwise you wouldn't be progressing through right. life. Like, I want to expect to hit this salary at this age you know otherwise I'm like oh no expectations you never get anywhere but you never expect things from other people like even coming here to podcast I never expect to to be paid to do you know to to get treatments or whatever like or to be a good time or there's just no expectation that whatever happens happens but you set expectations for yourself like you know what you're willing to share and etc so um, um, I think that has helped a, a, a lot I would say because sometimes you know when you go on dates people doesn't look like their pictures do I look at my picture? yes <laughs> a lot of times people don't look at their pictures and if you expect that I mean okay that is a good expectation people to look at pictures but like if yeah, it, see that's an expectation yeah expectation but I mean if it doesn't if it's not like big huge difference like you know you, you could still have a good time with that person I mean good time as in like spend a nice meal getting to know him make yeah. f- 
connect, like you know, get to right. know him and see if it would lead to other yeah, get to know him as a liar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, right. Because first of all, people shouldn't catfish people. Yeah, right. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying. Or yeah. like you you could have like great conversation on text, right. and then we come out and like okay, sh- damn it, this this chemistry just isn't there in person. Right. But you just you know, uh, it 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 softens the blows when you don't have that expectation set. Just sort of go there. I'm going for dinner. I'm going to meet someone new. If I don't do this, um, you know, I'll just be home cooking. So I'd rather do this. But if I were to be rather be home cooking, then I would have been home cooking rather than meeting this person. So, Have you let go of the expectation of getting married? <sighs> well, marriage is another thing. <laughs> to me, it's nice to get married. To get married, um, I want a wedding because... You know, being it's it's nice a celebration, but to me, at the end of the day, I want somebody that I could love and that loves me back and that I could trust and not betray my trust, rather than that paper and that label. He's my husband, kind of thing. I could easily just call him. He's my friend. He's my life partner. He's my special someone. Whatever the label is, is more of the real thing. Than what label society put on it, puts on it, if it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I could, like, again, I could, I, people could be married and then people cheating all the time, heart, you know, heartbreaks, um, divorce. What does it really tell you, right? Like, I would, I would still like a wedding because that's just like a celebration of love. You know, I don't need to sign all the legal documents. I know if I could have a wedding every single year. I'll do every yearly destination wedding to review our vows. Which, like, <laughs> I would. Like, it's, you know, it's fun. It's celebrating life and what you have rather than putting into paper, sorry, and bound, bounding yourself to contract, say, legally, I'm committed to you. I want you to be committed to me because you want to be committed to me, not because of any other reasons. Definitely be hopeful. Uh, hopefully I'll find it. <laughs> yep. Mm. Thanks for coming on and talking. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.